You're listening to Face Off, episode 118, recorded April 25th, 2011. Welcome to Face Off, your face-to-face web technology podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jay Robbins. And I am your other host, Mark Sanborn. In this particular podcast, we talk about all kinds of things uh, involving web technology, such as web development, social media, and web entrepreneurship. As always, you can view our show notes by going to faceoffshow.com. And actually, the show notes this week are probably going to be pretty light uh, because our entire episode this week is devoted to an interview uh, and I'm really excited about this. Uh, it's, it's Jeremy Linden from Mixpanel. Uh, so, Mark, what do you say we get into this interview and let our let our listeners have at it? All right, all right. Here it is. All right. So today we're very. I'm very excited to have uh, a guest on our show. Uh, he is. Um, he works for one of. I think one of the coolest new companies. I don't know if they're new even, but I, new to me. I want to welcome Jeremy Linden from Mixpanel. Jeremy, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. So um, let, let's just say, for example, I mean, I've been I've been really excited about Mixpanel lately. But just in case someone who's listening who who doesn't know, or maybe you or you're better at explaining it than I am, like, what is Mixpanel? Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, Mixpanel is a platform for uh, providing real time analytics uh, for your web or mobile applications. And real time essentially means that unlike uh, most analytics services, you don't have to wait a day, or you don't even have to wait a few hours to see your data come in, you basically see it right as it comes in. Okay, so how, um, how is this uh, different from, let's say, Google Analytics? Well, Google Analytics, as I just said, um, you have to wait a day to see your data. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Google Analytics has, a ver- has somewhat of a different uh, target audience than we do. Um, our customers are mostly um, engineers or product managers. So um, unlike Google Analytics customers who are largely marketers, um, we are more targeted towards, I would say, the full spectrum of analytics, whereas Google Analytics is really targeted um, mainly towards pre-conversion tracking. So since Google Analytics is obviously uh, a complementary product towards their AdWords services, which tends, which, you know, uh, has how they make their money, they sell advertising. They're more focused on answering certain questions like uh, what are your most popular pages? How well do your landing pages perform? Um, how, what's, what's your bounce rate, which is essentially a concept of you know, how, how many people leave your site when they first see it. So how many people are you retaining on your site after the first visit? Um, or you know, targeting very sort of basic demographic information about your users, like what their most popular browsers are, what, what geography they come from. And Mixpanel can answer those questions too, but we also, uh, you know, have a focus on post-conversion analysis, so answering questions that are significantly more complex, like what, uh, you know, what percentage of your users perform this, app, this action in your application, um, you know, every week or every day, what segments of your users are um, coming back more, what segments of your users perform certain actions differently than other segments of of your users. Uh, We are also primarily targeted 
uh, towards application level analytics. So uh, we don't really track page views. Google Analytics, while it can do other things, is primarily oriented towards tracking page views on static websites. In a dynamic web application or a mobile application, uh, Facebook, for example, or social games on mobile, um, most of the action doesn't really have anything to do with page views. Like if you comment on someone's post in Facebook, your, your page location, your URL doesn't change, but your, um, you know, you're obviously tracking something that you might want to record and you might want to be able to compare against other things and have for, for a while. Google Analytics is very difficult to track things that are not page view centric. Right, like we found it really useful uh, in our app. You know, we just started with Google Analytics, and it was like, oh, you know, it's cool. You can track conversion of people that come in and you know sign up. But at the same time, we were like, you know, we put in this feature, we put in this thing. Are people actually using it? And, and there's, you know, and being it's sort of a you know it's a dynamic app with Ajax. It's like you don't know that with Google Analytics. Right, with Google Analytics, because they're intended as a platform to promote selling of ads. After the you know after the person has been converted. It doesn't really matter to them because that's not what they're really targeted on tracking. They're they're targeted on tracking advertising, you know, uh, adver ads ad click through to you know this user buys or signs up for your product. Not anything after that. So, what are kind of some of the steps you take in order to get set up with Mixpanel um, in relation? You know, like with Google Analytics, Google Analytics, you copy and paste some JavaScript. Uh, how about Mixpanel? So with Mixpanel, you do copy and paste uh, JavaScript, um, and then there's one additional step, which is uh, that you will have to add just one line of JavaScript code for every event that you want to track. So if you have a Ajax web, web application, you would just essentially annotate it with a single line, a call to our function mpmetrics.track. Uh, and then have the parameter be the event name and any properties that you want to track. And then we'll automatically do the rest of the work for you. Uh, the function will just basically take care of contacting our servers and tracking the event through there. Then you can just immediately go onto our website and, and, view, and view your aggregate event count. Excellent. That seems pretty easy. Yeah, um, that's, I know. Go, go ahead, Jade. I was going to say, I think that was, for me, um, the really, the really cool uh, sort of killer feature for me was the ease of implementation. I mean, it took us, I think, an hour before we had, you know, quite a few of the big features of our app already being tracked by Mixpanel. Yeah, and I think uh, that the other oh, sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry, I think that the integration and the sort of immediate feedback concept is, is very useful to a lot of our customers because you do get that that instant gratification of, you know, putting the code in your app and then immediately, um, immediately viewing the results and seeing whether it's set up correctly. But you guys, you guys also aren't just limited to web apps in JavaScript as well, right? Absolutely not. Uh, as I said, you know, we are, we have a strong presence in the mobile arena, um, Android and iPhone, uh, as well. You can essentially send events from anything that you want because it's a very simple, REST API. So we have libraries for sending events from the server side um, in many common web programming languages. Uh, and as well, in, if there is for some reason uh, 
a different platform that you want to track via Mixpanel, you can just write the library yourself. It's very, it's very simple. Um, it's just if you're familiar with programming to REST APIs, then it's, it's essentially very sim simple to uh, write a library for a, a language that we don't currently have a library for. There's a relatively um, vibrant third-party application community for Mixpanel. So we do have third-party libraries available for a number of languages that we didn't support right out of the box already. That's great because I think I, I, mean, I think a lot of the challenges, or I think of you know some of the challenges that I would face writing a mobile app, and, and it's a lot of the same challenges you would get with any other app is how are people using this inside the app? Are they using this feature? What's going on? How are they interacting inside of it? Uh, and I, I think that's really cool. You guys have libraries to help facilitate that. Right. I think that right now uh, in mobile, I think, is an area that's just warming up. Uh, we're just seeing the possibilities of analytics. Um, you know, there haven't been really very many sophisticated analytics products in the market. Um, and it's certainly an area that we see as being a you know, highly evolving uh, marketplace. Yeah, I think it's funny. Uh, one thing we talk about Mixpanel is its simplicity. And, and, I, and I think that sometimes masks sort of... Uh, how complex and, and all the stuff you guys are doing on the back end. Uh, so you're, I mean, technically your position from what I, you know, from what I see is you're the product manager uh, at Mixpanel. So what does that, what does that entail? What do you do there? So, you know, Mixpanel is a very small company. So we really do a lot of different things. Um, as, as a product manager, um, my duties also include um, a lot of support work as well as sales work. Um, in addition to your, I would say, traditional PM type duties, um, I'm, I'm really the, the, the point of contact for most of our customers, um, both when they're thinking about um, analytics platforms, whether or not they should use Mixpanel um, onto integration as well as post-integration if they have any questions or need any help. So what, I mean... So, it, you know, it is, it's a very, it's really simple to integrate, but it's really powerful on the back end. What are some of the challenges that you guys have had to face, uh, you know, with regarding sort of how you have, have created Mixpanel? So I think um, one of the, one of the challenges, I mean, I guess uh, there are, there have been, you know, quite a few challenges. Uh, I would say that, you know, they, they kind of fall into different areas. I think one of them uh, is certainly more of your product level uh, decisions that you have to make, like whether or not you want to build a product that is very general and very flexible, or whether or not you want to build a product that kind of caters to a specific niche or a specific type of application, um, like social games, for example. Um, you know, we could have built a product that would, that would uh, contain a lot of features that would really only be useful for people who are developing social games, people who or only people who are developing Facebook applications or people, only people who are interested in mobile analytics. But we instead decided to have a very flexible, extensible API. And for things that we didn't support right out of the box, we would let the third party application community take care of that and maybe add other features when we can. I think whenever we've had a decision to make between sort of between Keeping our app, keeping our API very flexible and usable for a lot of different things, versus uh, keeping our application versus narrowing it down and making it maybe a little bit easier for a certain segment of people. We've always chosen the former. 
And I think that it's been the right, um, I think it's been the right decision. And I would credit the leadership uh, of the company with being able to make that sort of long-term decision, even if in the short term, uh, it may have not been considered the right way to go. Yeah, I think that was, uh, you know, another thing that really attracted me to it was, you know, I like I like that I can make my own organization, you know, you guys just kind of have this sort of general properties that you can send in with any event. And I like that I could sort of make my own system or, or word it the way I wanted to, because, uh, you know, some people don't care, I, but I'm pretty, you know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, OCD about things like that. So I like that I could make my own organizational system and really then get sort of the graphs and comparisons I wanted. I thought that was a really uh, uh, for me, a, a huge selling point to why I wanted to use it. I think also a challenge that we've um, we've encountered in the past uh, has been whether we want to keep the commitment to stay real time, since as the amount of data that grows, um, you know, it, it, amount of data increases as we get more and more popular as some of our, as our customers get larger and larger. Um, Infrastructure-wise, it becomes expensive and difficult to maintain that to maintain that um, level of infrastructure that would be required to um, to keep that commitment and we've chosen that you know to have as a, as a key value um, through mixed panel that real time is very important to us and we want to you know even though it, it would be a more expensive option uh, we'd rather keep that commitment to our customers because we know that it's very important to a very large percentage yeah, you guys really, I know you push that a lot about how, you know, you can make the decisions that your app need instantly. You know, you make a change, you see that, you can mm -hmm. see instantly that that has an effect in what it's doing to people using your app. Exactly. I think for um, a lot of our customers, especially, you know, those in industries um, like social games, for example, where um, you often want to make product decisions like minor tweaks in product very quickly. Um we're able to provide instant feedback um, about how a certain tweak, like an item price, for example, uh, changes user behavior. And this kind of uh, leads Mixpanel to be thought of as for, for these developers as not just a tool to get a sense of how your users are behaving, but as an integral part of your development environment similar to like your SDKs or your build, your build servers or something that's really considered essential to the entire the development process as a whole. Um, and that makes us, I think, add a lot more value to our customers. Yeah, I think so too, because a lot of times I think what you find with apps and stuff is it's just like develop this new feature, you know, and even though it took time and stuff, sometimes you need to look at it and say, is that really adding anything? You know, if no one's using it and it's cluttering up the UI, I mean, let's talk usability, you need to get rid of it, right? It's just it's just cluttering it up and, and Mixpanel definitely gives you the ability to do that. Right, or the ability to run a very quick A-B test on, you know, two different versions of a, of a page or of a site. And then, you know, very quickly decide which one is better if you have enough of a sample size. Um, can you talk a little bit about what kind of technologies you guys use in the back end to facilitate the real time? Um, or do so, you know, go ahead, trade secrets? Um, yeah, I, I would say without being without while well, limiting myself to public information um, that's available you know, on our site or, or people or, you know, things that have been spoken about elsewhere. Um, 
we use MongoDB as a distributed database uh, solution for decentralized processing of uh, events. We also use Erlang for some of the distributed processing infrastructure. Um, our backend right now is actually mostly written in Python. Um, Erlang, is, Erlang is for the highly distributed, some, some the data processing architecture. Um, and we are actually in the process of moving toward to a dedicated server farm um, because that's been an issue in the past uh, with cloud computing is that you essentially don't know um, who else is using your machine. <laughs> and so for, for many situations where all you want is like on average the computation to take, you know, to be as fast as possible, when you're in a business like real time, um, you kind of need certain time guarantees that being on the cloud, you really can't make because if you're, if someone else in your box is, you know, running some kind of a very disintensive uh, process, your IO speed just crashes and there's no real way to control for that. Which you, again, you guys are very sensitive about because you really, you really do push for the whole real time uh, analytics. Right. Even even if we were behind by 30 minutes or an hour, um, our users would complain, and and they pay for our services, and they pay, you know, for us being real time. So we we like to, you know, keep our commitments to our users. So um, you know, you said Mixpanel, small company. It's it's a startup. Uh, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had uh, working at a startup? I mean, have you worked at startups before, or was this kind of your first? This is my third. Um, but but my earliest. Stage, I oh, okay. Say. So, what are some of the challenges with that? You know, being at such a young startup and a young company. Um, you know, certainly um, there are challenges that you don't see in larger in you know larger organizations. Um, I would say that um, with regard to certainly job, um, you know, job duties, I've had to be, you know, I've, I've definitely had to wear even more hats than I have at previous um, <laughs> startups. Uh, I think that the decisions that have to be made, um, they're sometimes less clear. Um, not that at any startup, it's, it's always clear what to do, but you run into even more situations where the path is, is just not as certain mm -hmm. or you know, we, you don't necessarily have the advantage of a lot of investor money to fall back on if you screw up. So you really have to be very careful, very conservative in the amount of, um, certainly the amount of money that you spend on infrastructure, on offices, on, you know, travel, on, on anything that would be considered relatively pocket change for even a larger startup with more investment. Um, you know, we care about a lot more here and we should. <laughs> uh, so you guys, uh, one thing I really like about your company too, I think is that, you know, you, it's a paid service, but you guys have a really, you know, a base, uh, base amount you can get for free, but also you guys offer a significant amount of data points with the mixed panel logo on your homepage was, I, I think that's a great little bit of viral marketing because I, I mean, I noticed what's funny now, now that I use mixed panel, whenever I see it on someone else's site, I was like, I'm, I'm immediately like, ah, they're using mixed panel and they want those extra data points. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a cool idea. I can't t I can't take credit for that one myself, <laughs> but um, 
it was uh, it was certainly a a very very good marketing idea and, and definitely something that we um, use to support a community of people who maybe haven't been making you know their their startup or whatever application that they're trying to develop is pre uh, pre revenue and and they just really like the benefit of some analytics until they become uh, more profitable. Uh, so I think I, for me, I think it's cool. I think it's kind of indicative of how, how of a, a cool and interesting company you guys are that you guys would, you guys would do that for people. Uh, so, you know, is there anything new, big and cool coming from Mixpanel that you can, you can tell us about? So yes, uh, we have a, definitely have a strong commitment to, um, both, uh, improvement of our core product as well as sort of new features, um, and new products on the horizon, um, without getting terribly, uh, specific, cause that's certainly an area that, that we, we sort of, we like to keep a little bit close <laughs> to the chest until we announce. Um, I would say that there will be a lot of new features, uh, in our core trend analytics software. Um, some that people have been clamoring for for a while um, and some that we've sort of thought of ourselves to help us stand out from a lot of the market and help us continue the tradition of, of technology forward development of analytics as well. Um, we are without, again, without saying too much, <laughs> we're developing a product that helps you answer more micro level user analytics questions, um, which right now, uh, very few analytics products are really designed to do. Um, mixed panel as, as our Google analytics or other analytics companies are primarily focused on giving you what I would call trend, anal trend analytics. So answering questions like if I, you know, if this page changes, how does that affect the whole of users or how does that affect one class of users versus another class of, versus another class of users? It's not intended to answer questions like give me a list of users who match these, um, you know, criteria and tell me how these specific users change over time compared to this subset of users um, and how, you know, how many of those users overlap. So I would say, so things that right now, most companies either hack their own stuff together um, or have to manually write SQL queries for. These are things that I think, you know, there is a real place in our, in the market to, answer these kind of questions in a less complicated, you know, more visual way um, that still has a lot of power that there's not really anyone out there who's addressing it. Cool. I can't wait. Hey, Jeremy, I want to thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, check it out. Go to mixpanel.com. They have lots of awesome videos and documentation to get going. Again, it takes no time to get set up and using it. It's an awesome service. So, Jeremy, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. All right. I want to thank you uh, again. This is funny because when you, it's funny, you know, you record the interview, you say goodbye to the person and stuff like that. But at the end of the episode, you want to say, I want to thank Jeremy for coming on the show. Uh, we had some technical difficulties the first time and he was a trooper, came back and uh, gave us an interview. Uh, I'm just glad to talk to someone at Mixpanel. I think it's a, a really cool service. I really enjoy it. Yep. You use it. I mean, you use it. We use it. Uh, and I think I think it's going to do nothing but go up because I like the way it's it's a very simple premise, very easy to integrate, uh, and very useful information. So check it out, mixpanel.com. 
Thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week.